0: Let's be honest. Life can be tough sometimes. We have dreams, goals, and expectations. And it always seems, without fail, that something will come up and try to put a stop to all of that. In this podcast, we will address all the hurdles life likes to throw our way to kill our dreams and goals. And what we pray you'll get out of this is no matter what obstacles come your way, keep hope.
1: Well, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping Hope podcast. Hope your week is off to a great start. Hopefully your weekend was great. How are you, babe?
0: Good. Tired. Tired?
1: Yep. Why are you tired?
0: Because our daughter was up at 3 a.m.
1: Yeah, that's fair. I'd be tired, too, if I had to get up with her at 3 a.m., which I never do. Nope. But that might be a conversation for a different time, (laughs) so... Uh, definitely not the way that we thought the weekend was going to go. No. We were supposed to be camping. Yep. Last time for the season. Yep. Didn't get to go do that. Nope. Because our girls decided, well, one girl in particular decided that she wanted to get sick. And we had our first experience of pink eye. Yeah. With a kid. How do you do with, when the kids are sick? Are you like germaphobe, like don't touch me, stay away from me? Or are you like mother nurturing 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 that's a weird word to say from <laughs> me <laughs> it's like cinnamon and cinnamon C- cinnamon cin- see I can't do it. I think
0: I think when like Micah was first sick I think I was like like a mix of like I'll give you cuddles but then stay away from me I don't want to get sick and then I think it just turned into I think it just depends I don't know like, this time, I've been trying to, in the beginning, I was trying to keep everything clean, and, but, uh, like, I don't know.
1: I, uh, the moment that I see that our kids are sick, you I'm freak just, out. I'm just, like, the Bible says that you are supposed to ring a bell, and as you're entering into the room, yell out, unclean, unclean. <laughs> And I'm just like, stay away from me, which is really hard because Micah, um, she loves me, right? That's fair to say, right? Micah loves me. So I stayed home, Well, no, sorry, other way around. Micah stayed home from daycare on Friday and all she did from the moment that she woke up until I think basically when you got home, I tried to put her on one couch while I sat on the other couch and she's like all oh, uh, 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 pink eye uh. and she just like gets up and she walks over to the couch that i'm sitting
0: on <laughs> it's right next to you, right?
1: and i looked at her and i'm just like what are you doing and she's like i just want to cuddle i'm like no you get away with your infectious disease i want nothing to do with you with the, at this moment and uh I didn't say that to her, but what she did is she climbed up on the couch and just cuddled up right next to me. And she's bringing her blanket that she sleeps with with uh, uh, with her, and she looks up at me, and I'm looking at her, and uh, she goes, I'm going to put the blanket on us. I'm like, I don't want your <laughs> filthy blanket on
0: me. <laughs> when kids uh, are sick, they just want cuddles.
1: I know, and I want them to stay six feet apart from me and wear a mask and do all those kinds of things
0: but the hard part is i feel like we're never gonna get to go on a trip or vacation because i text my boss the other day saying hey like i can pick up your pie we ended up not going out of town because our kids got sick and he's like man your weekend getaway trips just never happen and i'm like nope not at all because when i was when i was supposed to have vacation before school started uh i ended up taking vacation but we didn't do anything
1: Trying to remember why. Oh, it was a whole back forth thing on that one too, where it was like I'm taking time off. Yeah. And then and we, we had a four hundred
0: dollar vet bill and Rogue was in a oh, yeah. cone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cause our dog was the problem that go around because he decided <laughs> to slice his foot up. So open. we're never gonna go on vacation. We're never going on vacation. Anyways. Our vacation can be our backyard oh, with God. the fire pit that we never use that I was so adamant that we had to have. <laughs> yeah it's full now we should probably use that yeah so um okay so that's like the weirdest intro ever for a podcast (laughs) but i actually feel like that it might uh be fitting for our conversation today so um for you listeners melissa and i were talking and we were trying to figure out hey so what are we going to do an episode on for this go around and um I feel like that we should do a series of episodes um, that all have to do with hearing God's voice in your life. Yeah. Um, The reality is that, like, God speaks to us in many different ways um, through many different avenues, right? So, like, we were kind of quickly discussing it, and, you know, I was saying, like, man, God can speak to you audibly. Like we see that in the Bible. Um, God can speak to you through affirmations of other people around you. There can be a great nudging of the Holy Spirit that just says, hey, this is the next step that you're supposed to take. Um, So there's just many different avenues. And to be honest, like I don't know that I know every single way that God speaks to a person um, because God's just unique that way. Like I've heard stories of, you know, great revival happening in the Middle East, as our dog barks in the background. Um, But, like, I've heard of, like, great revivals in the Middle East because, like, they're just, uh, all of a sudden, they have visions of Jesus uh, in their dreams. So, yeah, God just reaches out to his kids in many different ways because he's a caring uh, caring parent, unlike me, who, you know, when God's kids get sick, God's like, oh, come to me, and my kids get sick, and I'm like, stay far away, um, but yeah, I thought that'd be fun, really, as, like, a spiritual journey, even for us as a couple, um, to really just explore for who knows how long, like, just the different avenues in which God speaks, Um, and so, for us as a married couple that's what we're going to be doing and for you guys as listeners we're going to be encouraging you to be on the same journey that we're on so um again as of right now i don't know how long this is going to be but um the idea behind this is each week we will look at one way that god uh reaches out and speaks to us as his kids and then we're gonna to try to hone in on that and see um, if we can experience God through that avenue. And maybe, maybe not, because um, like we can't force God to speak to us a certain way. But I think that it's going to be a great spiritual flexing exercise just to see can we get more in tune with God's heart and can uh-huh. we draw nearer to him since he's always wanting to be near to us in the process. Um, but so just kind of like the lob up for this series, <laughs> the reason why I think that this is a fun one to do is for anybody who knows us as the McPhersons know that um, we've moved around Mm -hmm. a lot, um, especially once, I would say, like, our dating relationship started with you going up to Colorado. While we were in New Mexico, you went up to Colorado for grad school. I went to Arkansas. um, And so that was the start of it. And then it felt like every two years, three years, we were on our way moving to someplace else. We got married. And two weeks after we got married, two weeks to a month after we got married, we were moving to Connecticut. Um, after our time in Connecticut, we felt the Lord calling us, to, uh, are calling us back to Colorado. And so what's just always interesting is like, I've told people when I'm sharing our story mm-hmm. about all that is like, I don't feel like we ever made a decision just on a whim. No. I would say we made a decision every single time because we we felt like we knew or we knew that we knew that God was leading us on a new path, mm-hmm. a new journey. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. Do you want to speak into that at all from like your point of view from all the different times that you felt God calling us to do something different.
0: Yeah, I would completely agree. I think every time that we've moved, like it has been God calling us to a new place um, for a new season. Um, Yeah. I don't know which which, like uh, um, God speaking to us we're going to focus on in this episode. So I don't want to say too much, but.
1: Well, I don't know that we're actually going to dive into one of them just yeah, oh, okay. this episode, but I'm just kind of like lobbing up okay. just our experience because I there's tons of people out there that, are, that will say, man, I wish God would speak to me the way that he speaks to you guys or, you know, vice versa. Like there's been times where I've spoken with somebody else. And I'm like, dude, that's a crazy, bold uh, step of faith. Like, how did you end up coming up with doing something like that? And they're just like, I just felt like that's what and God was leading us to do so um i mean if i reflect on like so i'll share this story and i'm pretty sure that you're familiar with this with our move to connecticut but i remember um when we were moving to connecticut through the interview process so this church uh they fly us out off of our honeymoon yeah to go visit them so we just get done getting married We fly to Cozumel for our honeymoon, and we were supposed to be going back to Denver when that was all done, all said and done. And uh, they worked it out where instead of us going back to Denver and hopping onto the plane that we were supposed to, we basically changed planes in Houston and ended up going up to Connecticut and pretty much an extended honeymoon trip uh, to an area that neither one of us had been to before, Um, all for the sake of seeing if maybe we were a good fit. And so I remember both of us never saw ourselves going eastward. No. Uh, being from New Mexico, your family being from California, I have a huge love for the Pacific Northwest. When we were getting married and through our dating relationship, my goal was always to get get west, mm-hmm. to go as far west as possible. Like I wanted to be in Portland. So while we're out there visiting with this church, I started playing this uh, Let's Make a Deal god game with god um where i just started like thinking man like you know that this is a god thing like i i think i think you and i had this conversation the night that we flew into connecticut i said i will consider this a god thing if when we get to the hotel that we're staying at that first night which was the airport, the airport. hotel i said if there's like a, they told us there's gonna be a gift basket right but there's gonna be like an itinerary and stuff and i was like me being a huge baseball fan that i am i was saying (laughs) i said uh i say we can't be this close to new york city or boston because my goal is to see all the baseball parks right it's like we can't be this close and not go see a game at like yankee stadium or fenway or something like that And so we get there, we get to the hotel, and there's this gift basket sitting in the room welcoming us um, to Connecticut. And on the itinerary for Sunday, it says that there's a trip for us with the senior pastor and his wife, and we're heading to Boston. And I was like, no, like that can't (laughs) be a thing. Like, There's no way that we're going to Boston Um, and seeing a baseball game. Well, lo and behold, we're on our way to Boston that Sunday afternoon. Yeah, uh, to go see the Red Sox versus the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, I remember the team that they were playing. <laughs> I like that. Um, but for me, like that was all part of the process of like, let, let, let's make a deal, God. Like, we don't get out this far. Like, God, if this is really you, like, if you're wanting us to do this, we'll go see a Boston Red Sox game at Fenway. And sure enough, we're on our way over there. And so while we're at the stadium, like, I'm following, like, at this point in time, we visited the church, we've met the staff, everything, we've met some people, and I'm falling in love with this place already on this short trip. But I'm still, like, I'm not moving East Coast. <laughs> I am not East Coast, like, material. Um, and so I sit there and I say, in my head, like, I'm, I'm like, all right, God, if this is you, then Poppy, David Ortiz is going to hit a home run and on my phone still i have video of david ortiz hitting a home run yeah. at the game that we're at and i was like okay i mean this is david ortiz like this is what he does for a living he hits home runs um so i was like god that's too easy and like i'm doing like the uh whole like fleece and oh if the dew is wet on the fleece but the ground is dry i think like i'm uh um, the gideon uh, effect is going on here but um I was like, it's David Ortiz. This is way too easy. This is what he does for a living. He hits home runs. I was like, if if uh, David Ortiz hits a home run over the green monster or if somebody hits a home run over the green monster, I'll say that this is a God thing and we're supposed to come out to Connecticut. And like two innings later, yep. somebody from the Red Sox hits a home run over the green monster. I'm like, no, <laughs> like that's not God. Like, come on, there's no way. So the last let's make a deal thing that I did with God on that trip was – um if David Ortiz hits a foul ball and I catch the foul ball, like it hits my seat kind of thing. And so you and I get up and we go tour, walk around Mm -hmm. uh, Fenway, just taking it all in. And when we get back, The people around us the senior pastor his wife uh the people who were sitting in front of us which ironically enough were from las cruces new mexico we were from albuquerque we were like come on get out on the drive to fenway i saw a new mexico license plate i'm like what is happening here um but we get back and it was like where were you why were you gone for so long blah 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 and i'm like what they're like david ortiz hit a foul ball and it bounced off your seat (laughs) i'm like (laughs) (laughs) game set match god you win um and ultimately like we ended up moving out there and uh you know it was a great great experience like i still have fond memories of our time in connecticut to this day in fact uh two of the students Mm -hmm. that were part of the student ministry just got married so uh congratulations to darby and christian on uh their wedding um how ironic is it that we're talking about we just got married out there in Connecticut and now two of our students just got married. Holy cow. Anyways. Um, but like I share that because that's like a very, I would say it's a very dramatic expression of, um, of just God speaking into our lives On what was going to be the next step for a newly married couple Mm -hmm. and uh, a new season of ministry and everything like everything was new for us at that point, and um, what I remember was like even after that the question became well we just got into a new apartment lease you were working for a company Um, like there were so many hurdles still ahead of us of like so it's great that this church wants us it's great that you know we're, we've fallen in love with the area on on a quick trip but like realistically is this going to be possible can we get out here um and I think you drafted up a letter to your boss um and sent it to them and by the time that we hit Chicago like our layover your boss had already responded back to you saying man congratulations you guys like yeah of course you can work remotely and continue working for us and the apartment complex that we had just signed a lease on they were just like oh, you know stuff like this happens so uh no breach of contract and mm-hmm. yeah you guys are good to go like all the things that i thought would stop us god was just like knock that thing down oh, yeah. it's not gonna be a problem um but again that's dramatic uh, I, I would definitely say like that's a dramatic moment of god just really paving the way and making it clear for us what our next step was going to be. But um, I think it's important. And I I think that's part of the reason why I'm liking the idea of the series. I think it's important to be sensitive and also to remember the times of when God's moved in our lives before Mm
0: -hmm. in
1: order to acknowledge when God is moving and doing something again. So um, I just spewed off a whole story and whatnot. Do you have any input on that?
0: I don't know. I was just thinking like time and time again, like God has spoken to us in so many different ways. Um, And I think in the story that you just told, like he spoke to you, I think more than than me, Mm. like on on moving out there through your, okay, God, let's play a game or whatever, (laughs) you know, still sounds so Uh, ridiculous. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I'm just thinking of like other situations that God spoke to us differently. Um, you know, in any, many of our other moves that we've had, but I think one thing that's hard, um, as someone told me recently, when I took my most recent job is like, When they heard my story or our story and like how much we've moved, Mm. they think they were kind of hesitant like, oh, well, she's not going to be here that long or oh, are you going to be here long enough? And I've always said like we've moved because God has moved us like God has called us like we listen to God's calling. And so I think that's just something as we dive into this more over the series of episodes of like we listen to God and it could be in many different ways. So
1: which, and I also think that's another reason why like a series like this is so important is some people, um, they may not know what it means to hear God's voice, like Mm -hmm. to look at our track record and to see how many times we've moved in X amount of time. Like for some, um, even like, you know, the people that you were just talking about, they look at that and it's just like, one, it's weird. Two, it doesn't make sense. Um, like,
0: yes and no. We're in your ministry.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: and that can be a whole another yeah, long conversation. Could, but yeah, like,
1: I think, like realistically though, I think the people, if they were to hear that without, uh, like, if, if you were to have that conversation with somebody else without them knowing that I was in ministry, I bet you the more common response would be, oh, is your husband in the military?
0: Hmm, yeah.
1: Not ministry. Never thought about that. So, um, but, but I've had the same conversation with people too. I'm like, ultimately, like my loyalty is to what God is telling me to do first and foremost, and that's what I'm going to chase after, and that's what I'm going to make sure that I'm obedient to. Um, The hard part about that is, especially doing ministry, um, is like you start building relationships. Like my the calling that God has placed on my life and you know um really what I've invited you into and what God's invited you into as my wife like our ministry is all relationship it's mm-hmm. all relational with people and so it gets really weird when it's like okay we're in this new season of life we're in this new place and we're here to build relationships and we're here to uh, make disciples and we're here to advance God's kingdom And then it's like two years later, I was like, all right, time to go. It's like, ah, what? Mm -hmm. And and for us, for, I don't know, I would say for us, it's like, man, are we really doing this again, first of all, right? And then second of all, it's like, well, okay, this is what we do. Um, And then the outside perspective is um, like, did you not care? Mm-hmm. Like, were we not important to you? Yeah. And, um, I think to be honest with you, I think that's one of the hardest parts for me. Like the first two churches that we left as a couple, um, the first one in Colorado and then the one in Connecticut, I was just like, dude, it was the hardest thing to leave either one of those. Mm. Um, cause I felt like I was, letting people down yeah um and that's where like the mental shift had to start with like man god calls people to something for a season mm-hmm. and we have to be and we have to be obedient to what god's calling us to do because i mean the very first sin that brought chaos into this world was disobedience so um so yeah i I, I
0: will say that i feel like i Hear God better when it has to do with us hmm. versus me. Hmm. Interesting. Or like when you have something stirring on your heart that you think that that like God might be stirring on you, like taking a job somewhere else and all the different moves that we've done, I feel like I hear that too. Hmm. Or I feel the Holy Spirit working in me for you. Hmm. <clears throat> Whereas I struggle big time with hearing God of what to do with my life, the things that I'm doing, like my job or personally or physically or mentally, emotionally, anything like that. I feel like I have the hardest time hearing God.
1: So when do you, if you can recall, when do you think there was a time that you just knew that God was calling you to something?
0: something? Um, I think it was maybe my decision to go to grad school Hmm. I think after graduating from college I just didn't really know what to do since I just graduated my degree not originally graduating with what I wanted to go for was meteorology and I think when I had that conversation with my dad as far as like what should I do and he was like well why don't you go study something with sports like you love sports you coach you play you watch sports like why not do something that you're passionate about? And so I think, I feel like that was like the first time that I like felt God speaking Mm -hmm. to me, but like through my dad, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So you, so you would probably say, and that's just one example I know, but for you, it's probably more of like an affirmation of what you're already feeling. Like, like, would you say that you feel a stirring and then all of a sudden an affirmation comes and then you pursue it? Like, is that when you feel like you would say, you know, that God is speaking to you or?
0: I don't know. Like I just said, I feel like I've, I feel the Holy Spirit more when it has to do with us yeah, or you versus me.
1: Yeah. The, what's interesting is like um, the current position that you're in now. Yeah. Right. I would say. I would say that was a total God thing, um, all the way through, and yeah. I would say that it was God stirring.
0: Oh yeah, long before
1: 100%. you even got into that position. hundred
0: percent. I would agree on that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But do you know why I say that? Why? Because it was a position. So you're an AD for one of the local schools here, and it popped up as an open position while you were still working with your previous employer. Yeah. And you came and had a conversation with me of like, I'm kind of interested in this. Like I almost want to pursue this.
0: Yeah. I think it was in February.
1: Yeah. And then ultimately the decision was, no, I'm going to stay in the position that I'm in. It's good. Full time, remote, all those kinds of things. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing that you know, (laughs) like a month later. Yeah, it had to have been a month. That's when things
0: started changing at my last job. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. there
1: was uh, chaos that started brewing. Chaos might not be the right word, but there was a shift that was taking place. We'll call it that. There was a shift that was taking place. And so you started the process of looking for something else and there just wasn't anything popping up. But yet here's this one position that (laughs) you were considering leaving your posting, the the job that you were at at, for originally still there. And I look at that for you, uh, like on your journey, and I sit there and say like, Dude, God was stirring something. Yeah. At, at that time, like it made at the time, it probably wasn't right. But God knew what was coming down the pipeline, and I and again, I think that's just so important to be so aware of how God's spoken to you before in the past. What were the circumstances mm-hmm. surrounding it, so you can acknowledge again in the future. Um, because I would say that there are probably some commonality between even every decision that we've ever made to pursue a new ministry position Mm -hmm. or whatever it it usually was um i felt something you affirmed it yeah um in fact us even coming to wisconsin was more of a. a, a, I felt something stirring Mm -hmm. and i never even mentioned anything to you but we were coming back from visiting some friends Mm -hmm. and then you just said i think our time in colorado is done it had nothing to do with the church yeah. that we were at, you were very. It was very specific. It was. I think our time in Colorado was done, and I was just like, and now I miss Colorado because my
0: siblings are there. <laughs> how do you? How do
1: you not miss Colorado? <laughs> Let's be fair. I'm wearing a Colorado hat right now, um, but but it was something that I was already feeling. Yeah. And then out of the clear blue, you mentioned it, and that was like a year, like a year prior. We were out on a walk. And you're were like, we're never leaving this place. I remember. I was like, <laughs> I, was like I think fine. there was a drive
0: too. I know. we were like, I think coming back from like family pictures or something, and we we're coming up over the hill on a what's that road? Woodman. On Woodman, yeah. yeah. And we we're coming back up over the hill, and like there's Pike Pe- Pike's Peak, and like all the beautiful trees in the neighborhoods. And I was like. We live in such an amazing place. I never want to leave.
1: <laughs> and everybody and then, in Wisconsin that we say, oh, yeah, we moved here from Colorado. like, why do you leave? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, so all this to say, like, we probably have story after yeah. story of different times of where we just knew that we knew that we knew that God was calling us to something different. And sometimes that something different was absolutely amazing mm-hmm. um in his journey sometimes that's something different uh was super hard and it has even left us asking the question sometimes like why like why was this part of the journey um but at the end of the day like i want to pursue for us as a couple and, and for you guys as listeners this is what i'm inviting you into it is knowing that god does speak in so many different ways like you know, there's only one moment in time that I can think of that God was completely silent. And it was the 400 years of silence between the Old Testament and when Jesus makes his appearance on the scene. Like the 400 years of like God just being hands off. And the reason why I mention that is because that then means that we have a personal God who is interactive and or not interactive, but active in our lives every single day. And I think many of us sit there and we question, like, how come God won't speak to me and tell me what's next or what to do in this situation or whatever? And I would I would sit here and say, like, God's probably speaking to you. I think that we have forgotten how to listen. Yeah. Um, either because we ignore all the ways that God has spoken to us before, like not ignore, but forgotten all the ways that God has spoken to us before, or we're just not open to whatever it is that God's saying either because it's a difficult, difficult decision that we have to make that we just don't want to, mm-hmm. um, or it doesn't make sense to us. Um, and so then we blow that off as if like, it's not the decision to make. Um, but I think I just, I don't think I know, I know that God is just way more active in all of our lives um, we just need to be sensitive to know it, see it, and acknowledge it. So that's why I think that this is going to be a fun journey of like, there's, there's again, the getting example of like, well, God, if this is really what you want, then you'll do this. Well, that seemed a little too easy, so God tried this instead. Um, There's the examples of God just audibly speaking. There's examples of just affirmations and signs and wonders that, just point to God's being active in our lives. And so I just want to pursue that. And really the application aspect of all this is um, every single week. So we'll, we'll kick it off next week. We'll talk about one way that God speaks to people, to us. And then that following week, all week long, we're going to journey as a couple and we invite you to do it too. We're going to pursue just that avenue of God speaking and seeing if we can acknowledge where God is speaking in that way so whether that's through signs or mm-hmm. whether that's through um, audibility audibility is that a word I don't know um, or it's through affirmation or whatever like we'll point out in scripture where this happens if God is the same yesterday today and forever then that means that those are still the same ways that he communicates with us today and so we're gonna do this and see like man can we draw near to God mm-hmm. um, and hear his voice because we know That he wants to speak and and do life with us. So, all that being said, I'm excited. Yeah, it's It's a lot. Uh, It's a lot, I know, but uh, hopefully, you're excited. Yeah. Okay. And hopefully, you as a listener are excited. Um, If um, you're in on this journey with us, most likely you're hearing this because uh, you're friends with either myself or Melissa on some kind of social media or in life. So just send us like a DM or whatever and just say, hey, I'm doing this with you guys. I'm, I'm curious to see how God God responds in this. Um, and uh, we'll just encourage you mm-hmm. in the same way. And uh, the reality is we may come back when we can be like, oh, my gosh, I heard God say X, yeah. Y, Z. Or we might come back and say, I didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. And again, that doesn't mean that God's not active. It's just that's not the way that he's speaking to us at that moment. So yeah. um, any final thoughts?
0: I, I'm just excited to see what comes and just talking about other ways that God has, like, spoken to us on our journey. I know we kind of touched on one today mm-hmm. of knocking down walls and barriers and stuff <laughs> <laughs> yep. and playing games with God. But I'm <laughs> excited to kind of share more about how God has sp- spoken to us. Yeah. Cool. So.
1: Well, all that being said, we'll be back at you next week for really what will be, I guess, the first— run at this series um but until then have a great week have a good one keep hope thanks for listening to the keeping hope podcast if you like what you hear be sure to subscribe so you never miss out on any of our weekly episodes also if we have benefited you in any way be sure to share this with
0: others to help them keep hope